1: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Behind the Curtain. I am the most lovable GM, Spencer Borup, joined once again by...
0: Me, the mother! Yay! (laughs) Who just had a fabulous Mother's Day and would like to wish all the mothers out there a happy belated Mother's Day and hope you had a special day and were spoiled by your sons and daughters too.
1: Happy Mother's Day from the GM, Spencer Love and you all. from
0: all at Gathering of the Ages,
1: exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about episode eight in this behind the curtain. Episode eight was more of a a research heavy episode, um, but at the same time, you know, even though there wasn't any combat involved, I still felt like it was it was time for a big W, a big win because I felt like, you know, especially you. Yes. I know for certain, but I felt like everybody was just kind of getting frustrated at the lack of information, the lack of of skepticism, or you know, the the amount of skepticism with people in the town, and just you know, I just felt like you guys were getting frustrated. They, like things weren't moving as fast as you would have liked them to.
0: Yes, but, well, I don't know that they weren't moving as fast, but I felt like we were just getting more questions than yes. answers. And at this point, it was nice to finally get a big mm-hmm. answer, a big answer. I mean, we got a little bit of an answer when we used the spiritual board. I can't remember what that's called. Spiritual. Planchette. Planchette, excuse me. Uh, When we used that, we found out that the professor said there were five prisoners that were involved in what happened to him Mm -hmm. or that he was researching into, I guess, was the question we asked him. And we actually got the names of those Mm -hmm. five. Well, four out of the five. The other one was uh, nicknamed the Piper of Illmarsh. Mm -hmm. Which was very exciting to my character, not so much me, but my character just sunk her teeth into that because that's such a bardic type term Mm -hmm. and, you know, something that you would make a lyrid song about or a hauntingly beautiful melody, you know. So she was very into that, uh, very excited about that and was wanting to find more information about that. But sadly, could not in that episode or did she no she did
1: she she found out a little bit she found out his that's right we did go way, down his signature mm-hmm. so we the way did. he would kill his victims
0: because we went down to the dungeon and studied some more so well no it a wasn't lot of it wasn't the dungeon it was a it was just a back library. room okay. yeah just a
1: back room in the temple
0: so we spent some time in, and learned some more down mm-hmm. there which was nice which maybe wasn't quite an exciting episode for everybody i mean i hope the listeners were interested mm-hmm. at least but it wasn't an exciting episode it was more of a oh my gosh we found something out
1: well and another thing that happened in that too is is uh you know i really thought it was cool i gave philip the homework to research count Andanchi.
0: oh yeah the stained glass yeah. picture uh-huh. the dep- depiction and Temple.
1: Yes, and so I could have had him roll a knowledge check, and I could have done the research for it. Uh, it was kind of fun, but, though, to have him do it in yeah, a character mm-hmm. sense,
0: because then he told that story so weirdly, yes. too. Uh huh. I mean, it wasn't like you would have told it as a GM. Mm-hmm. He tells this spooky, haunting, horrible yeah. story and then calls it beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really odd.
1: It was, and that's just kind of men's character. is just weird.
0: Which I'm trying to still delve into his yeah. character i can't quite from a character standpoint haven't had a chance to really be alone with him yet he just doesn't mm-hmm. we're all we've all stayed together kind of as a group and i don't know just really haven't had a chance to talk to each other we've been so into the research mm-hmm. of it all that we haven't gotten to know each other's characters so yeah. I'm kind of hoping that will happen soon yeah so we can find out a little more and mm-hmm. i can think even our trilogy mentioned that in our journal Yes. We just don't know very much about each other. Why are we, uh-huh. you know, we kind of said we're here for the money and to avenge his death or whatever. But, you know, really, really, is mm-hmm. that's what's keeping us in this town. Yeah. I mean, we've already been attacked twice in, what, three days? Mm-hmm. So what's really keeping us there? Yeah. I mean, we don't know each other. We don't have any loyalty. So it'll be interesting to find out these things.
1: I think so, too. Um, Another interesting thing, as far as characters go, is... uh. The kind of the rift that's come into the party because of of beliefs, like I, you know, Marcus.
0: Would you call it a rift, or would you? just I think call it. A- I think
1: it's a rift. I think there's a there's a a dispute going on right now because Marcus trusts the father. Oh,
0: yeah, I guess that is kind of a and
1: rift. not the sheriff, and the rest of you trust the sheriff sure. more than the father. Yeah. And and especially after finding the bones as well. That's right.
0: So he wanted
1: to take them back.
0: That's where the rift came in. And yeah.
1: I just think there's a little little rift. So I'm excited to see how you guys handle a, a, a divide, party divide, a, a, card, a divided yeah. party.
0: Even though it's not a real big deal. Mm, I mean, no. we could just choose to go to one or the other first mm-hmm. or something and compromise. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how we're going to solve that. Because Marcus is really, for being as laid back as he seems, he was really into going yeah. back to that priest and giving uh-huh. him the bones and doing it the right way and and not desecrating these and mm-hmm. so we kinda yeah. got
1: into into it, uh this episode and I think it was, you know, we kinda talked to him about it like like he is like a seriously devout follower of yeah. Asma, he showed it a
0: little bit in episode seven when he walked in so mm-hmm, respectful into yeah. the chapel and then even more so as he's talking to his father and as he's leaving and giving the father that salutation, I guess, uh-huh. that was what they would say to each other. Yeah. And yeah. Very interesting. The,
1: yeah. Well, I think it was the lady will keep you or yeah, something like that and he it. explained it as well. wish I could remember what he explained no, it he as said, now.
0: Yeah, the lady shall keep you. I yeah. wrote it right down in my notes because I thought it was interesting.
1: There is a, there is a like a, a meaning behind that I can't remember exactly now.
0: Well he says that I wrote this down because I thought it was so interesting coming from him. Is a Ferazma saying that means that means taking someone into your confidence.
1: Oh so, that's right. I do remember that now, yes. So
0: I don't know if Marcus is a character explained that to us, but Zacharias, Zacharias explained that explained that to us. So it explains even more why Marcus trusts. The priest, because mm-hmm. they both told each other this, the the lady shall keep it." Uh-huh. So they both took each other into their confidence, where the rest of us wouldn't have understood that. We would have just thought it was a way of saying goodbye or farewell or thank you or something. Yeah. So that didn't mean anything to us. It was
1: almost like a like a secret code. Yeah, of yeah. Of the Ferozman Church, yeah, it really was. It kind of threw me off. Like I, I, like he said it in the episode, and I don't know, like, like when I. When he said that I was just kind of thrown I was like, Wait, what'd you say? And then he explained it a little yeah. bit and I was like, Oh, that is awesome. And it really is cool. Like I it did. Is cool. yeah. I've done research on Farazma. She's a fantastic deity. I mean she's uh she's she's neutral, mm-hmm. which means she doesn't go either way, and and she is a deity over over uh fate. Uh and and then you know the afterlife and death and judging souls and then sending them where they need to go and which
0: is kind of funny because Marcus is you know he has kind of displayed this almost untrustworthiness so yeah. you'd think he would I don't know because she's going to judge him by that alone, then he's not going to end up in a very uh-huh. good place so it's kind of interesting that that's his deity that he worships
1: and it's it's funny because he is such a firm believer in fate.
0: Yeah, maybe that's I'm why interested. He
1: yeah. I'm interested to find out what, what he might think his fate is. Yeah, that's like true. if he, if he has a, a, an idea of something.
0: Maybe that's what's motivating him. That's
1: motivating him, or he, you know, something, something along the lines of fate. Because as we've seen, he'll trust the hero card to his death.
0: Yeah, that's true. We so, see, we, saw, we almost saw him die. Yeah, we, we did.
1: All, because of a card. Before ev- mm.
0: episode 10, even. Yeah. I mean, how... Yeah, that was quite the risk there. Uh, the other thing I thought was interesting is, well, the four of us, four of us out of the five had picked a deity. Uh-huh. And Parade hadn't. Yes. And that could be just because Zachary's 16 and he hadn't really thought about mm-hmm. it yet. And I don't think he had really written that part out in his background but it was interesting that the half orc didn't have a deity yeah but that of course the cleric did of course Artrilla did and then men did Mm -hmm. uh the other thing i thought was surprising in this episode was that men was so adamant in his distrust of that priest yes so that has got to be something in his backstory that we need to delve into i hope yeah because there's something there i mean Lyra and Artrilla and Perra didn't fully trust him like Marcus mm-hmm. did, but they were nowhere near the animosity that was coming from Min. Yes. So that was really, really interesting to see that in a character that's so whatever, whatever Child-like. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To have that rage mm-hmm. almost under there. So it'd be fun to find out what what go what made Min Min. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah, Very that's a secret I'm
0: waiting or a little ache I'm waiting to crack.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Anything else you want to talk about in episode eight? I think I was thrown off when you said you could speak with animals. Oh, yeah. And I almost
0: forgot I could do that. When you put your Hero Lab t- stuff together, uh-huh. if you give yourself certain points in intelligence, then you get four extra spell-like abilities mm-hmm. per day. Like Some of them are kind of silly, like dancing lights is helpful. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been able to cast dancing lights. But I've also... I can also do ghost sound, which I have already used when I put that little image of the owl in the corner uh-huh. during the seance yeah. getting involved my prank. Uh, digitation, which I would, I really need to study up on because it's more than just moving things around. Mm-hmm. It can be really fun for a prank story. Yeah. So I'm dying to learn a little bit more about that and then speak with animals i can do once a day so that was i i kind of had forgotten about it so i'm really glad that i remembered i had that at that mm-hmm. right opportune time yeah so you really do need to look at your sheets and remember what you yes. have when you're playing mm-hmm. this game mm-hmm. i mean i pull the sheet out every week and look at it over and over again mm-hmm. just because i mean i should know by now that when i do a perception i have an eight mm-hmm. Add eight to my score but i still look at it it's just a crutch yeah so it and it is faster to not have to oh, okay, wait, what's my perception again? Mm-hmm. So always, you know, and Hero Lab is awesome because yes. it's right on that one sheet for you. Uh-huh. So it's great. Hero Lab yeah.
1: Hero Lab does all the math for you as well, yeah, which it's is awesome.
0: nice. And you know, gives you little check boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've done that one today, so it's just great. So.
1: And it'll I like Hero Lab as well too, because it'll be able to show you what you can and can't take. Like like feats and things like that or abilities yeah, yeah. it'll tell it, it, you. It
0: just will tell you, you can't mm-hmm. take that feeder. If that's not
1: for it's your class. Or really whatever. handy for spell casters as well because it will come up with the list of spells that they can cast and they can choose from that list rather than having to go through like all of all them. All of and them. Figure
0: out if they can even do mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. finding cool That would be so disappointing. Find a really cool spell and find out your class or your race, whatever, can't do mm-hmm. it. So yeah, that'll be interesting to find out.
1: I. Printed. And this uh, is
0: not made by Pizo, is it?
1: Hero Lab. Herla? No, it is not. No. It's an
0: independent it's, company. Is it? What
1: is it? It's Lone Wolf Development is what makes it. They make but amazing,
0: so awesome. They
1: have. They have one. They have the Hero Lab, and then they also have a new product which I've gotten, and I'm hoping to incorporate in future episodes of this. I just where my laptop is being used to record. I don't quite have the equipment. So, it but we it's, work on a budget here. We do. We're on a <laughs> on a budget. So, it, it, but it's a it's a GM tool, and I highly recommend going out and looking. It is it is a little costly, especially compared to Hero Lab, but you can. It's like it's like a storyboarding, uh, tool that you can use on the computer to, to help you map things out in a story thing, and and like so. I've I've started doing it with carrying crown but but i got i got sidetracked and i just got so, too busy to continue using it but it is probably the greatest tool for homebrew oh, campaigns nice. if you're if you're wanting to homebrew a campaign and you're willing to
0: though i'm one of those believers why homebrew when you have such great stuff i for know pathfinder
1: i know but i, mean,
0: I know philip homebrews and like,
1: homebrew I, can be so cool
0: i, just, I don't know I just think there's so much great material already there. There is, but I understand. I guess there's an appeal for those mm-hmm. of you who have played this and want to, you know, bring in your own flavor, or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of fun.
1: Yeah. So. so if you, if you guys are interested in checking that out, and you, you know, if you're, if you're fans of the game already, and you don't know about Hero Lab or Lone Wolf Development, uh, go check them out. They're a great company. They have amazing products. It is a little. It can get pricey. I will warn you that uh, you know, so it's just take
0: what you absolutely mm-hmm. need at first, you know. Yeah,
1: like just get the centrals and then and then build on it as Kinda you like go. Kind of like with Pathfinders. Yeah, exactly. Products. <laughs> just get things little by little and eventually you end up like Philip with 25 books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um we don't have a magic mirror moment this week.
0: Nope. But um, we just want to thank, again, all yeah. our listeners. We appreciate you. If you're new to the podcast, if you've been with us since the very, very beginning at mm-hmm. episode one, um, if this is your first time listening to Behind the Curtain, I mean, we just really appreciate that anyone at all is listening. This yes. is so exciting. Uh, the exi- most exciting thing for me lately is looking on your Blackberry stuff.
1: and blueberry. seeing Blueberry. Yeah. I
0: keep calling it Blackberry. <laughs> I think I have that. Mm in my head somehow but uh look, looking on your blueberry stuff and finding out what countries were yes. being listened to it's so exciting is it um, Japan and Germany yep. and Canada mm-hmm. and uh Philippines yep.
1: I think and, that's it. And the, and United the United states. states, of course. We have 10, I think we're at 10 states now in the United States. So it's
0: just fun for us to see mm-hmm. who's, where people are listening. So yeah. it's, it's really cool. So share with your friends and let's see what happens. And let's see if we can even get more popular. Mm-hmm. And hope we're keeping it PG-13 for you and your kids can listen to it. I know sometimes we get a little either risque or right there on the edge. But, you know, nothing, nothing bad. And, and try to keep it clean. But if you, please... Any suggestions would help us. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. And if you're one of Phillip's or Spencer's coworkers who said, unless there's violence and nudity, he's not going to listen to it, well, boo on you because <laughs> we're having a blast and you're missing all the fun. So <laughs> you don't need that to have fun. You don't. <laughs>
1: um, and don't forget, we're going to be having a giveaway. I guess this will be the time to uh, you know, announce when that is going to take place. But uh, we're so make sure you share the Facebook page once we hit fifty. If we hit fifty, uh, after before episode ten releases, we'll have a giveaway. We've got a couple of so really cool close. prizes. We're at forty seven right now, we so are so
0: close. Just
1: I mean, three more likes, and you, and one of you lucky fifty people can win a fabulous prize. <laughs> so the. The official Fabulous time.
0: prizes. We're not giving away cars. We're not.
1: It's nothing big, and I don't really want to say right now. I really want it to be a surprise when we do a Facebook it's fun Live.
0: It's though. It's a fun prize. So
1: we're going to do a Facebook Live video on the 30th of May. That's a Tuesday, and we're going to be doing it at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So um, it just depends on where you are, but 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time because we're in Utah. So make sure you tune in for that, and as
0: many of the gathering of ages cast together,
1: we'll all be here.
0: Uh, I think we'll all be here. Yeah, we should be. And
1: uh, we're, you know, before we do the giveaway, I also would like to invite all of you. If you have a question, get on here and ask us a question. We're going to be talk. I want to talk about favorite moments with all the players up to episode ten. Tell us
0: who's bugging Mm, you exactly. (laughs) I mean, mm. little big men bugs me to death, mm. but I want to hear you guys say it, too, so I can tell him.
1: <laughs> so just remember, just get on uh, May 30th at 6 p.m. We'll, we'll announce it every episode and every behind the curtain as well to remind you guys it's 6 p.m. please p. M. send us
0: emails. We want to answer your questions. We want to find out what you're thinking about uh-huh. our show. So just give us a, hey, you're doing great, or hey, you need to do this better, or anything. Uh-huh. We just want to hear from you.
1: And once again, the email is podcast at com. Or go to the website. Or go to the website. WordPress. WordPress.gatheringages.com.
0: Dot com. And there's a link right to our mm-hmm. email. Easiest way to get it.
1: So anyway, we hope you guys have a wonderful week. We'll see you on Wednesday with another episode. Anyway, uh, bye. Bye-bye.